Hello, welcome back. Um, yeah, so it's a slightly different um, uh, uh, setup today. We've got a slightly different um, uh, the different podcast for you. Um, usually, you come down for the podcast hug, and it's all nice and quiet, and it's just me burbling, and uh, and you, you get to sort of fall asleep to my stupid voice. Uh, today, I'm trying something totally different. Um, so the subject today is conspiracy theories. I've made this a part one of a two-parter, because honestly, myself and my guest could probably talk about this sort of thing for ages, mainly because both of us tend to ramble and go off topic, and in fact, in the uh, segment I'm going to be playing you, I uh, we do just go quite wildly off topic a, in a couple of times, but it's still fun, and it's. Uh, I hope you'll enjoy it. Uh, yeah, I want to introduce my friend Andy. Um, met him doing uh, an internet radio show, which has been uh, since retired, but I understand the guys are going to be working on something else and coming back with something different. Um, you know, possibly a similar format to this, but who knows? Um, usually with an introduction, I talk about any recent news or anything that's changed. Um, I'm moving the podcast over to Anchor FM. Uh, I might have mentioned that last week as well. I'm going to be double posting or double hosting still on Podbean as well because I know some people prefer to follow that but on the Podbean one I will be deleting old episodes but if you want to catch up on the older episodes or or you just feel like listening to older stuff then I recommend going to Anchor FM so that's uh, Anchor FM slash Into the Chasm and without further ado I shall now hand you over to myself and Andy talking absolute cobblers vaguely roughly about conspiracy theories um, non-political topic then (laughs) <laughs> or, or sort of broad political because it, it, it sort of tackles all sides um yeah uh, it's gonna be talking about conspiracy theories so uh i, I figured it's a topic we both know about and we, we're both sort of interested in and probably a get a good bit. yeah oh yeah bits and pieces is especially sort of boil up and that and i think we've sort of frequented the same bits of the internet that talk about it and probably had a laugh at the same sort of things so uh yeah, yeah. Well, well, which one would you want to start with? Have you got one in mind? Well, I was going to ask you, like, what got you into it? Like, what was the first sort of conspiracy theory you ever came across? The first one is the one I've I've spoke about it before, but obviously uh, I've got memory loss. Uh, <laughs> it's that one with that ship with during the Second World War, the the Philadelphia experiment. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Was that was that with the, the disappearing ship? Yeah, yeah. And I think that the found well, they said the found. I say I'm saying the found, you know, like as if it's a very true fact, like I was there and I witnessed it. But <laughs> they said that the, the crew members did the melt or mold into the the steel of the sub were it a submarine or a it was, ship? It was a battleship, yeah. A battleship, I, yeah, and apparently all crew members, they were all like they'd merged into metal when it yeah. reappeared. It was, uh, for the benefit of listeners that don't know, the Philadelphia experiment did take place during, uh, I think, in 1942 or something. And yeah, like they were... a, yeah, like a World War II war experiment, weren't it? Were it for, like, stealth? Yeah, it was um, sort of trying to find, I think it was to do with radar and, and, and making a, a ship radar invisible. It, yeah, maybe so... it might be for making the ship invisible as well. It, I think it was. Yeah, it was definitely trying. Yeah. So the story goes that um, they use these massive electromagnets that they had on board to to basically render the ship sort of like fuzzy according to radar so it just looked like an iceberg or something the unexpected the story goes that the unexpected effect of it is the whole ship disappeared like it physically disappeared out of the water and went somewhere else 
But he didn't uh, like get up and fly anyway, did he? It's like it just one minute with it and then poof, it had teleported. Yeah, and yeah. It ended up. Went near a fishing ship, it ended up apparently. Um, it was a near, well, one story is that it ended up near a place called Montauk in, uh, or Montauk. I'm not sure, you, well, I've only ever heard Americans pronounce it, so they pronounce it Montauk, which is in, uh, off the coast Montauk. of New York. Montauk. Yeah, um, in the 80s. So it actually travelled in time as well as, as well as place. Um, well, I didn't know that bit. Yeah, no, that, that that's, that's okay, part of the conspiracy. That's, it's, it, that's two different conspiracy theories where they sort of melded together in the, in, in sort of the, wider consciousness if you like um so yeah so the story is that it yeah it traveled through space and time and then when it came back the uh because of the 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 the, the fact that it had literally you know it split its atoms apart and stuff the story goes that there were people phased into the body of the boat when it came back and they had to explain their deaths away as sort of like a, a something like a gas leak on board as an accident or something so yeah it's that's that's a weird one and i, I really like that one but is there any evidence towards the uh, to to back up the claim that the travels forty years into the future? Not really. There's a lot of people that claim to be eyewitnesses. There's a lot of people that claim that they had documents at one point, but those documents mysteriously disappeared, which they always seem to do. I've noticed. Um, there's uh, they. I think that there is evidence that the boat itself existed. That the a lot of the crew that claimed to be on board also existed. And there is also the evidence that it was um, a, a genuine sort of disaster. Well, a, a, they, it was a genuine experiment they were doing to try and make themselves radar invisible. But the the whole it disappearing and then coming back, having travelled sort of forty odd years into the future, was it? For, no, yeah, about forty odd years into the future. That's it. So is the ship still here? Is the ship still weird? I think it was broken up. I yeah, I think that that was that. Well, All to be bags. fair. If, that would have been the Navy, wouldn't it? The US Navy. So what could have happened? Exactly. It's the problem when it comes to conspiracies and the fact that they're hidden and all the rest of it is when you want clear, concise answers from the people involved, they're they're really shady about it, which just makes it worse because yeah. you leave loads of gaps that can be filled in with all sorts of lunacy. It's a big. It's all very cryptic, aren't they? As well with the answers, it's like just tell me what happened, and it's like well. I can't do that. I've got to give you a roundabout shorter way of telling it, yeah, to to big up the conspiracy. Yeah, it's like, it's like the, the more interested. Well, yeah, yeah. But it's like the more interested in keeping the conspiracy alive rather than like trying to find out. Well, did this really happen? Did, yeah. Did it go forty years into the future? Because did you see there were a woman who claimed to be from year twenty one seventy seven? Now oh, you to get prove a lo- it. Yeah, but did she proved it? This one, right? And do you know how she proved it? She fetched a flower back. <laughs> Oh, right, well, fair enough then. You're a time traveller, do you know what I mean? Case fucking closed. Oh my god, really? She brought like, like a, a blue flower back. And she's like, the, the, these grow everywhere now. What, what was it, a forget me not? Let me guess, it was just like a normal flower that anyone can get. I think they were meant to, were meant to have been one that's not even been invented yet. Now, that's, that's convenient, because if it's not been, well, discovered is probably the best word, not invented, but if it's not been whatever it's been yet, then how can we prove it? Do you know what I mean? We can't say, oh, yeah, it is, or no, it's not, if it's not a real thing. <sighs> oh, you get a lot of those time traveller ones as well. I quite like those. That's um, what I mean, it seems to be happening very often. There was someone about, he went inside his, we under sink, he went under sink, and suddenly he went into the future and saw himself <laughs> as an old man. And he took a picture, and apparently <laughs> there's a picture in him. 
and this other guy, and he's got the exact same tattoo as him, yeah, but he's an older man. But the only thing that makes me doubt this uh, incredibly believable story is that the tattoo is exactly the same. Like, it's not aged a day, even yeah. though the man is supposed to be in from the future, who he's took a picture with. And it's like 30, 40, he's like, he's an old man, nah. He's, he's, he's all get, definitely got a free bus pass. Yeah. But the tattoo's <laughs> not aged at all. Yeah, anyone who knows anything about tattoos know that they fade after a certain amount of time unless you get them touched up. So unless he had it touched up that day, the only other sort of thing could it could possibly be that, I don't know, maybe they were wearing transfer tattoos or maybe it was photoshopped in, you know? It's a paradox, isn't it? Because this is what confuses my head. Now, <laughs> hopefully it, this one will confuse yours because it's to do with time travel. Yeah. Um, say if... When say say like what fifty years time, I invent well I invent time travel and I go back to my younger self to yeah. give it to him. Do you know so like say as a five year old me. Yeah. Now if that were gonna happen, I'd already know about it now, wouldn't I? Like the yes. me here now would know. So it, that must mean, well at least that I'm never gonna travel in time. Well apart what? from forwards like I am doing. Well, it's, it's yeah, the, the whole time paradox thing, they reckon it'll bring about something called future shock, which can, uh, there's, there's a lot of sci-fi talks about it, but the, like the actual physical thing that it causes would be, you know, extreme confusion, you know, the, the, the but essentially sort of like having a fit or something like that. It will, it won't be good. And it's sort of, whilst a lot of sort of particle physicists and stuff talk about it, that time is an illusion that, that it's 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 just a way of humans to sort of make sense of the world kind of thing it's i don't know i just i don't reckon that you can physically travel from one point in time to another you can you can go in your head you can imagine stuff i guess you well can, that's a lie yeah yeah, yeah exactly I, you'll, you'll come further into the future the longer you'll finish carry on with that sentence well yeah <laughs> we're like still I'm traveling in time we're doing we're still going in future <laughs> This is true. This is true. Um, yeah, but there's a lot of talk about like sort of the linear the lineality of time is a is a bit of a misnomer. But it's like, well, if time's a straight line or a donut or a spiral or whatever it is, it's you still, you know, I I I still have to wait five minutes for the microwave to ping. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think time's man-made, isn't it? It was. Well, yeah, it's it's it doesn't necessarily exist in nature, sort of down to sort of minutes and hours and things. But you know, seasons change and stuff. But Time yeah. is a man made way of explaining that stuff takes a while. <laughs> that is literally it, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Basically, yeah. <laughs> but I think we are it. There'd be no routine, would there? Like, no, you, well, the, yeah, there'd be no more like get up at eight o'clock because it'd be like, well, what's eight o'clock? I always like the idea of saying that to a boss one day. Is, Why are you late? Oh, but I wasn't late because time's a made man made concept. And as far as I'm concerned, now it's eight o'clock. And then, you know, your manager's just going to turn around and he's going to be like, well, by my reckoning, you're a cheeky cunt and you're, and you're sacked. Fuck off. <laughs> that's a fucking social construct as well. Job centre. <laughs> See you in a bit. And oh. I think that's what you get. But I mean, but you should apply for a job and you have to tell me how, how that goes. <laughs> Next time I get a temp job, yeah, I'll, I'll, and, I, and I feel like leaving because it's shit. Well, like, yeah. any, any job will be a temp job <laughs> if you pull that stunt. True. <laughs> Unless you work for yourself. Uh, yeah, true, true. Yeah, yeah, there is that one. Uh, well, it's like this 4D. Can you explain this 4D to me? 
Because, I mean, no. we've got 4D, now 5G's coming. There's... My brain can't handle it. Oh, sort of the... the, the... Uh, yeah, that's technology. That's well beyond me. I had tr- I had trouble working out how to start recording this 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 Skype call. So <laughs> it's just uh, uh, yeah, you've, okay. got a, you've got a point. But there were a surgeon. Well, well I'm on about five G. A surgeon. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did a remote surgery on someone on a patient. I can't remember what it was. Like an heart transplant or transplant even or a, a liver checkup. I don't know. He did some of that and he did it remotely using five G. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. That's cool. That is ridiculous. But the thing is, is that going to kill doctors off? No, because you're still going to need a human operator, aren't you? Yeah, but eventually they'll write some sort of code for it. Yeah, that could be dangerous. I I can't see that going particularly well because it's no one person is going to be the exact same. They're not going to be the exact same height, weight build they're not going to have the exact same problems the the heart isn't necessarily going to be exactly the same place every single time it's yeah it's way more complicated than that i think they'll probably go down the route of like nanotechnology to help with stuff like that but i don't think doctors are ever going to become redundant i think they're always going to need at least a handful of people that are really good at it uh, but the yeah, idea but we it, can get they should be they're doing it wrong way i mean the, the, they're doing like robots for stuff like surgery and that when they should just get rid of gps because they're <laughs> shit they are <laughs> I can't deny that. I've, I think I had one semi-decent GP, but even she was a bit of a hysterical kind of... Maddicunt, you know what I mean? They are, well, yeah, all yeah. About them. It's like, they're smug because they're still in the medical profession, but they're never... It's like they wanted to be art surgeons and they failed. Oh, yeah, so they, wanted, they, they wanted a big a paying job, yeah. And they said that there's, they have to deal with sort of poor people with sick kids coughing on them all day, so they get the arse about it and then when you come in and go i think i might have something seriously wrong with me no it's not it's because you're you know it's because you're, you're an fat asshole or you're an arsehole well, yeah, <laughs> i mean the talk, i've told you didn't i i'm on metazapine yeah which, yeah and I put, I put about five stone on and yeah. then they, they told me when i went to see them when i said like i want to come off and they were saying my main gripe what look i put five stone on since i've started these tablets it's like for the first 21 years of my life i've been normal and then I'm on metazapine and suddenly I look like a pot-bellied pig. Now, what's crack here? What's going on? She yeah. said, have you, tried, have you tried walking more? Uh, you you no. absolute cheeky bastard. Do you <laughs> know what I, mean? I walk more than you do. <laughs> you're not fat, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. I have tried walking, love it. Don't work. And I even said to her, I said, if you look, it's one of the main things. And it's not like... It's not like when you Google a cold and it tells you you got cancer, so you start panicking. Yeah, exactly. A lot of people yeah. were saying that one of the side effects of metazapine was extreme weight gain or like yep. appetite gain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I got a well, yeah. massive craving for digestive biscuits. <laughs> that is all I want. Yeah, yeah, that sounds that about right. Yeah. And ever since I came off them, you know what I mean? I, I lost all my weight, so. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's just... <laughs> GPs. What, what was my other brilliant idea? Remember my other brilliant idea related to this? Uh, no. Sorry, man. Mystery patients. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like mystery shoppers. You have mystery like patients. Mystery yeah. shoppers. You get like a trained doctor to go to GP with some sort of like false medical ailment just to see if he gets the right treatment. Yeah. But because considering they test that, like yeah. people, see if there's people on ESA and that, they'll test them, won't they, to make sure yeah. they're not 
faking what they've got wrong with. I'm sure they should do the same with doctors, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if they, I think the the, the reason they're never going to bother with it is because they want to dismantle the, the, the NHS completely. So whether Ooh. we're getting a shit... Oh, the the government because they want us to have like an American style. Um... No, that's what I mean. They're going to send us over to Bulper, aren't they? So it's yeah. So you'd have to pay for it, and yeah. So yeah, I suppose GPs going to shit isn't going to be top of their priority list, to be fair. So, and I think a lot of these GPs know they're probably going to be losing their jobs anyway. So there's no one from a private. I mean, I've seen prices of so much stuff in like America. Yeah, thousands and thousands and thousands, and uh. Fair enough, you know what I mean? It's probably a bit expensive. But what what costs that much? Yeah, it's all... The actual sort of things themselves are not that expensive, but it's you're putting labour on top of it. and That's when stuff like art surgery. You know what I mean? I could understand that. They're there quite a while, delicately chopping my body up, fixing me up, and stitching me back together again. Do you know what I mean? That, that I think that is worth a fair few. Tens of thousands, I'd have said, for that. That is... That's an FD job, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You're putting me a pot on. Just <laughs> charge me 20 quid and bandage. Yeah, yeah. If they, they just want to do a pee test to make sure you're not, you've not got X, Y, or Z, I don't understand why that would cost hundreds and hundreds. It should cost them 5p what they're paid for bottle. <laughs> so I'll to be, be generous. I'll give you 10. No, I think they should, yeah, no, I'm actually in favour of sort of the NHS, but just improving the NHS rather than doing whatever the fuck it is they are doing to it, which is absolutely raping it in order to give them an excuse to shut it down. So, you know, yeah, my, are, my grandparents said, didn't fight in the war, blah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, that's a point, but I, th- I told you that I think what they should do is they should do live operations on air. Oh, as a way of ra- raising revenue? Yeah, yeah, raise some money, you know, let Nike sponsor, like, this this scalpel was brought to you by Adidas. <laughs> the best a surgeon can get. You know, Gillette. Gillette would be interested. Oh, oh, they would. I mean, they test on animals, so they may as well just be fully involved in, in actual human butchery. Go on. <laughs> well, I think it'd be good. I think it'd be a good way to raise money. Because what's a surgeon get a year? Uh, it's I, not a, yeah, lot, a lot considering what yeah. it does. Yeah, but it's not a massive amount. It's about 80,000 a year. Something like that, yeah. Which don't get me wrong, it's a nice, it's a nice bit of money to be getting in. You're not going to turn it down, but I think that I think when you've got a footballer on five hundred thousand pound a week, and you've got someone getting seventy five thousand a year, someone who he he saves lives. Yeah, you know, yeah. What, what does a footballer do? And I like, I'm a big football fan. You know what I mean? I do watch a lot of football, but it's not deserved. No, not at all. I, I think it's a bit disgusting you finding out that nurses and nursing students having to go to food banks. Like, what fucking planet are we living? You know, what is this now? Come on. But yeah, it's, oh no, uh, if, if, if you save lives, Brexit, isn't it? Yeah, so oh, save lives. Yeah, we don't think much of you. Kick a bladder around for a, an hour and a half. Oh, I have all my money. But yeah, then, it's rotten. Yeah, it's the system. Yeah. Anyway, back to conspiracy theories. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> uh, what's one you've come across recently? Is there a new, like, one you've come across in the last sort of couple of weeks, or no, any newish no. ones? Or not really. No, I were hoping you'd have like a big because I know there's like I know obvious ones you know, like Bigfoot and oh yeah yeah oh other ones. But the, do you know any like quirky ones that maybe people have not heard about? 
Well, one I came across, um, actually, the guy's had books out for years, but I came across one of his lectures uh, the other day, and I thought that was really, really interesting in a sort of like, I don't know why no one else came to that conclusion, because I'm a big history nut, so it's a history-based conspiracy theory. But it's this right. idea that um, this chap's called uh, Lon Milo Duquette. Now, I'll probably write up a link and stuff that will go in the description. Is he from Philippines or Indonesia? <laughs> no, he's American. He's American. Um, and he's, What's he his was name doing... again? Lon Milo Duquette. Right. And he's come up with, uh, I say he's come up with, he's come to the conclusion uh, that the Knights Templar discovered um, sort of the, the, the story about the Knights Templar is that when they went out to the Holy Land and they were formed on the, the Crusades, it, Crusades, um, they got given uh, the Temple on the Mount and what was the remains of the Temple, which is why they then became known as the Templars. Um, and the first thing they did was dig underneath it. Now, the story goes they were digging underneath it for treasure, which is entirely possible. There's, there's a lot of stories about when the temple fell they buried a lot of like the the holy relics and stuff so that's what they were looking for um the story is they found something and what that was ranges from oh it was just gold it was money it was uh the, the temple treasures you know the sort of um the original menorah that they would have had and goblets and stuff like that to, stuff. yeah yeah all the all the all the, all the nice sort of good stuff that you could sell to the Vatican and make loads and loads of money off of them. But there's no evidence to suggest that that's what they found because you would have found traces of it everywhere. I mean, we're talking about the medieval period where they, if they found a bit of wood that in the Holy Land, they claimed that was a bit of the true cross and get minted off it. And they don't, they, you know, ensconce it in a church and people would worship it. You know, this is, this is what was going on at the time. Relic hunting was a big deal. But they didn't seem to bring back any relics that they sold or or gave to churches or anything to anyone. What they reckon... Ah, this is just it. He reckons they found documents, scrolls. (gasps) And the scrolls and documents basically prove that all of the stuff in the Old Testament about Moses, about King Solomon, about King David, was completely made up in the 6th century B.C. Oh, dear. Yeah. So the entire foundational myths of Christianity is bullshit. bullshit. Yep. And he reckons that because the way they that, that it seemed to work with them, the way they behaved and the way they managed to get all this land all over Europe for absolutely free, they became the equivalent of billionaires overnight. He sort of equated it to the mafia. When the mafia get a, 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 a senator on blackmail, in it. Yeah, yeah. He literally, they literally had something on the church and on the heads of state of Europe, and basically said, "Well, you know, we can keep this quiet if you let us have all this land and make all this money and take care of our families and all the rest of it for time immemorial." In fact, it got to a point they even ended up buying and creating Portugal. Jesus. Like, as a country, it didn't exist prior to the Knights Templar going out and finding whatever it was they found on the Temple Mount. And they basically in- installed like uh, their, their own monarchy and they created like this, this, this whole chunk of Spain then became, well, what was then Galicia rather than Spain, eventually became Portugal. And yeah, they ran the show like mafiosas. You know, it's, you don't want this getting out, do you, lads? Let's give us uh, a bit more land. So if you ever go anywhere in Britain that's called um, Temple or has Temple in the name of it, that belongs to the Knights Templar. Oh, that's... Uh, isn't there a place called Templeton? Oh, oh yeah. There's like... I think I've got him off. You know, there used to be a game where you used to run around dodging stuff. 
<laughs> oh, yeah, phone, yeah. Like, Simon Templeton. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there are places called like Templeton, Temple Coombe, Temple Ham. Um, there's Temple Meads. There's loads of places like that. And they all belong to the Knights Templar. So there was huge chunks. And, like, and they get them all over Europe um, that, that have sort of similar names. Uh, well, one, yeah. one, one flaw I've got with this, uh, I don't uh-huh. mean to like, piss on your bonfire or anything no, like no, that. No, but weren't the Knights Templar meant to be like Christian soldiers, like holy warriors sort of thing? Yeah, they started off as basically warrior monks. That was their shtick, was they originally formed, um, like with good intentions and stuff. The idea was they formed to uh, accompany pilgrims to the Holy Land to protect them from Sarsen, you know, from raiders and from attacks and stuff like that. So in the wake of the the Second Crusade, I think, because the first one was like 1090-something. It might have been the first crusade then. But yeah, they basically formed in the wake of the crusades to protect travellers. But you don't make that kind of money and you don't get given land and you don't lord it up like that. Literally lording it up like that. There were there were lords and barons and princes and everything involved in them that were all in on it. And you don't do that just by hanging out with smelly pilgrims. It's, <laughs> there's way more going on. No, but if the new... The... That were bullshit. The most, even back then, I thought, well, if that's bullshit, then obviously God might be bullshit. So why why would Ricardo send all the uh, religious crusading people? Do you know what I mean? Why would the, why would the fight for God if the new well, if you had evidence that God if, was bullshit? If you, look, if you look at the timeline of it, they formed and fought and all the rest of it before they actually dug underneath the Temple Mount. Ah, so they've got to just keep going with original storyline. Yeah. Because it's a cover, because it's a front. It's like, as again, with the mafia, you buy a business, you buy like a hairdresser or, or a bar or something, and then you run you run the scam out the back. And I think that's what was, I, you know, I actually, I'm, I'm really with this guy when he says that, that I reckon that's what was going on. And then when they eventually, when when I think it was uh, Philip, of, uh, Philip of France just kind of went, I'm sick of this, and like, like conspired with the Pope to get them shut down and confiscate all of their land, take all their money and all the rest of it. And it did, it, it, work? It, it did, and they were. Um, it was on a Friday the 13th, in fact, um, that they were all rounded up and arrested and their leader was executed over a bonfire. So, and, yeah. so is that why the Friday the 13th is unlucky? That is or the is story that just about... for Halloween films? Uh, no, that's, that's the story about why... Like One of the theories behind why Friday the 13th is considered unlucky because that's when Hugh DePayne was... Uh, was it Hugh DePayne? Uh, it was one of the leaders of them was, was executed, yeah. It's... A bit mental, that, isn't it? Because in that story, the only thing I find to be unbelievable is that France used to have a backbone. <laughs> if it weren't for that, I'd 100% believe, believe the story. But it's not like France to stand up to people. At that point, France was not sort of France as we think of it now. They had loads of land. They actually sort of technically owned Britain as well at that point because we had, a, we had the, the Plantagenet monarchy that were related to them and... You know, it was so that there was a lot of land and, and a lot of estates and stuff that they had under their wing. Most of what's now Germany, a lot of what's now Switzerland, you know, that all belonged to France. So it was a, a much bigger. It was the equivalent of, of sort of America of the day. Well, that a big major power. Sorry. Well, they let that slip, didn't they? <laughs> I've oh, got yeah. one. If I've got a different one, if you want to give me some, because I know a bit about it. And obviously, I'm sure everybody does. It's like a staple classic, but the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. Why does stuff go disappear in there? One theory is that there's a big kind of electromagnetic anomaly in the middle of it. 
And What's one of them? It's it's the same thing that they reckon caused the Philadelphia experiment. What a giant magnet. Well, it's, it's either a giant magnet or it's uh, some sort of molten lava pocket in the Earth's crust. Um, it's it's just a weird spot, possibly something to do with the minerals underneath the, the seabed or something like that. Or you know, it's it's part. It's possible. There's another theory that it's part and parcel of what caused the Philadelphia experiment because the Bermuda Triangle stuff only seemed to start really kicking off, kind of around the 30s. So it's possible that's that before they, then, though, isn't it? Then that's before the Philadelphia experiment happened. Well, it might have been where they got the idea for it, and you know, I, I don't. I, I'm trying to, you know, you're asking me to make sense of something that's essentially illogical for the most part. Well, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, there's been a lot of like that's the thing there. The stuff has actually disappeared, and you know, I mean, planes have crashed or whatever. Well, planes have just gone. We don't know what they've done. It there's has. Been but it has, but I can't remember who it was. Um, they actually looked into the stats of it, and they've proved that no more ships go missing in the so-called Bermuda Triangle than they do in any other parcel of land of the same sort of distance. Yeah, but who governs this? I mean, who's <laughs> watching every little bit of land to see how many planes and boats crash? You can't watch them all. Uh, well, you, you, can't, t- you can't 100% confidently say that that's, that's a, a fact. Well, it, I suppose if you take the same sort of space as the Bermuda Triangle is meant to take up and you compare it to the same sort of space, it's, say, in inland America or in the um, Atlantic Ocean or in um, the Pacific or, you know, any other sort of places, and you compare and contrast, say, five, if, like, say, at least three or four out of five has the same amount or less then you, you know, same amount or more, sorry, then you can sort of say that it's not that weird, I suppose. Oh, I've got, I've got one that will top Trump, yeah? Are you ready for this one? <laughs> it's not the complicated, Bermuda, right. the, well, the Bermuda, <laughs> I'm, I'm a brainlet, so I'm trying to, like, <laughs> seem smart, yeah? The point, <laughs> my point is, right, that in the, the Bermuda Triangle, obviously, it's got, like, a, a reputation, hasn't it, for swallowing stuff. Yeah. So you're going to avoid it. So that, that, this, this bit of block of land, this is gonna, obviously, this is going to have less, less um, tourism less people or tra- yeah. transport whatever than, than your other block of land at same size is going to have because there's loads of people walk up and down my street every day and they never have an accident but that's not known to be dangerous you know what i mean bermuda triangle has anyone ever sailed through it got photos i think people have i think people have there was there, there have been bermuda triangle debunkers that have have kind of tried to prove it and because it's not i'll be honest like the bermuda, bermuda triangle thing i kind of wrote off years ago as as just bullshit yeah there's only so much kind of mad ideas you can entertain at any one time before you have to sort of give over brain space to something else that maybe isn't quite as mad and a bit more believable true i mean the the classic and the one that i think most people would have come across and know about and that the film's been made about it and everything is the jfk assassination yeah i don't see what there's a big like is there a conspiracy behind that yeah i mean Originally, the whole thing is a bit weird. Um, uh, well, he, he got shot in the head. He got shot in the head by what was claimed to be just a, a lone radical. But then that guy that shot him also got shot by some random bloke that ran a, a nightclub. And there's there's no rhyme or reason behind why that happened. Well, that's probably because you were an asshole. I mean, he killed <laughs> people for a living. Maybe he did it wrong. 
Yeah, but then the weird thing is that Jack Ruby, who uh, killed Lee Harvey Oswald, um, managed to get into the police station, which was under very heavy guard, without being spotted. And, he, and more, the worst bit is managed to get a gun in, into a police station mm. to shoot the guy. Like, what's that about? And then the, uh, the Lee, uh, and then uh, Jack Ruby is then himself shot, I believe, or he was disappeared or something like that. So the JF Kennedy was shot by a man who was shot by a man. Who was shot, possibly, yeah. So, <laughs> this, this, I mean, if they wanted to keep it, what were they trying to do? Keep it quiet, keep it all shush, because they're making it extremely obvious that something's gone off. Oh yeah, uh, this is just it. Like, like political, uh, polit- uh, political assassinations happened all the time in the sort of pre-industrial era. Like, like the amount of kings, queens, princes, and all the rest of it that, that were murdered is innumerable it's, it's sort of part and parcel of of kind of pre-modern politics but because he was the first sort of and it was american president as well so this was like the leader of the free world this was a big deal and he was the first one to be murdered like that it threw everyone for six no one could keep track of what was happening with it um and it does tie in with other conspiracy theories but the the main one is that lee harvey oswald was not working alone he was not a lone nutter that there was other shooters, that there was a man on the grassy knoll, that's quite a famous one, um, that it was part of an overall conspiracy by, oh shit, I can't remember his name, but it was the the deputy, well, the, the the vice president wanted the president's job and hated well, didn't he do it. He could have done it himself behind closed doors. He could have just poisoned his conflicts. Well, yeah, but if you make it look like it's a lone nutter, it sort of discredits him as well because it was to do with his policies about um, Cuba and stuff like that that they needed to make him look weak and, and feeble as, because he had his brother was obviously a senator as well. The, 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 fa- the whole family were involved in politics. And, and then you've got the, the story of all the other Kennedys that have been assassinated over the years as well. Like They had it in for this family. It does seem to be the case. Um, this is what yeah. I don't get like, with Cuba and that. I mean, it's like, it's tiny. <laughs> all gives a f- apart from the cigars all gives a fuck about cuba the problem was not the size of it it was its proximity to the us it was so close and they had nuclear weapons and they were a communist nation at a time when communists were the big enemy and yeah it was all going to kick off that's that that was the whole thing behind the, the missile crisis we just bombed them first i mean america well only ones all i think are they the only ones over to country with a nuclear missile Hiroshima no. nagasaki uh, well, they were the first ones to use it, but they weren't. After that, they were not the, the only ones to, to to have them, and that's why the Cuban Missile Crisis was terrifying. It's because it's like Cuba, this tiny little country that are dirty communists that hate us. They've got the weaponry to fuck us up. Shit, what do we do? And everyone and everyone lost collective mind. <laughs> they didn't. That, that's the whole point. They didn't. It nearly came to that, but it didn't. And a lot of that was because of what you know JFK's ability as a as a as a negotiator. But it then left this slightly sour taste in in certain uh, certain parts of American politics where they thought we've got to get rid of this guy. He's you know this, he's a collaborator. He's on the communist side. Fucking always saved us. Well, yeah, exactly. But they wanted to make him look like a, like the bad guy and 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 a weak leader. And and when you can't get rid of him, de- you know, democratically, it's like well, the next best thing is we have him shot, or you know, or have someone else shoot him. And then you've got to tidy up the loose ends, hence the, the, the guy that shot him got shot, and then the guy that shot that guy got shot, and then it just goes off. Um, Everybody's I mean, getting it... shot. <laughs> Everyone's getting shot. Uh, there was part of the story that I'd, uh, that I'd read about that, the, um, that JFK was actually in talks with the, uh, with the Soviets to try and collaborate on a space program 
that he wanted to end the Cold War so that they could work together on the space program to, so, that, so that both the US and Russia could go to Mars after going to the moon. Well, that's the thing. You're going about this like the dark side of the moon as if it's like... I, mean, I reckon that's probably got a few conspiracy the, theories, has it? Oh, the moon and the conspiracy theories about the moon is several books worthy. It's brilliant. Um, you know, in the, the dark side of the moon, isn't that like... Just the other side of the bit that you're looking at, because moon yeah. spins round, doesn't it? So ah uh, no, well it, it it doesn't because it 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 it's literally in sort of fixed or at least fixed in the same sort of orbit as the Earth. So the Earth will spin, and that's where you get the shadow on the moon. So it looks like it's getting bigger and smaller, but the the moon itself doesn't spin. It's always facing the Earth the same way. So there is always one half of it that you never see. But that's what I don't know. Is it always dark? It's it's always facing away from the Earth, yeah. But, but is there like like Australians? Can they not see dark side of the moon? Like, is their light side of the moon our dark side of the moon? No, it doesn't work like that. Oh. <laughs> you've got to imagine it like you've got a ball and you're spinning it, and you've got a torch shining on it. That torch light, the torch doesn't turn round because that's the only way you get the light shining on it. That's that's kind of how it works. But if it's so- dark, is the only interesting worth looking at. Sorry. If it's very dark, is even out there worth looking at? I mean, if say like, say if aliens had built a colony on it, then you'd, yeah. you'd, it won't be dark anymore because they'd need like landing strips and stuff, wouldn't they? Well, that's that's one of the conspiracy theories is that there is an alien civilization. Well, it's, it's not an alien civilization that there's a, there is a, an extraterrestrial um, spaceport on the moon, but it's on the dark side, so no one ever sees it. That there are cities and skeletons on the moon from a previous civilization. Oh, so what? There's, there's been already people up there that have turned into skelly bobs. Apparently, yeah. That, that's, I mean, that's one theory about it, yeah. And that when they did the moon landings, they were specifically told, "Don't go to these particular craters. Don't go to these particular areas," because they all knew about it. Apparently. Well, what's what's Neil Armstrong said about it? As he <laughs> said, oh. Well, apparently, they like Neil Armstrong's really sort of kept his mouth shut like all these years uh buzz aldrin apparently let it slip um a few years ago that they knew stuff and there were places they weren't allowed to go to and that and they were you know that that, that let it slip that you know we had a very specific mission and it was to only go to this particular area and put the flag there and then come back and that was it and then and then of course the flag from space uh like with a really powerful telescope, you might be able to. I think. Oh some yeah, I don't. Have... I don't mean like if you just look up there and there's a giant <laughs> with your, with your... six hundred mile long USA flag flapping about it. Well, there's no wind, is there? There's no wind in space. Ah oh, yes, and then that's the other conspiracy theory about the moon is that there were never yeah, any. It never happened. Yep. I believe yep. that one. Do you reckon that one? I reckon that one because if there's no wind, then why is it flapping? It, well, yeah, there's lots of explanations for that one, but it's. I wouldn't be surprised if they faked the. La- they did actually eventually go to the moon, but they faked the landing just so as they could get ahead of uh, Russia in the space race. Yeah, because what Russians back then they were like today's China, weren't they? It's like everything. Yeah, the Soviets. Gone. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I should say the Soviet Union because they weren't Russia at that point. But yeah, comrades, my friends, he's Soviet <laughs> Union, vodka. Oh my he's god, so what was that? Vodka. Was that Russia by a Jamaica? What? No, that's German. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good with I can't do English, never mind, by the way. Vodka. <laughs> Vodka. Vodka, my, my Putin. <laughs> Comrade Putin. 
Yeah, so you can do it, you're better than me. But back then, that's what I mean, there were like today's China where everything they did just fell to bits, didn't it? Not worked yeah. for the Soviet Union back then. <laughs> so it was just a waste of time. I mean, they're, they're... I, don't, I don't think they'd, they'd never got there. Uh, they, they were trying to. They were trying really hard, and actually, a lot of. I'm trying nothing. to become a millionaire. You know what I mean? I've got about six pound fifty in a jar. <laughs> it means nothing. It's quite sad. There's a lot of again, like go back to conspiracies. There's a lot of apparently recently found files and, and evidence to support that um, the amount of cosmonauts that died, Russian cosmonauts that were basically fired up into the outer atmosphere. Wait, hold, hold on. What, what, what's the difference between an astronaut and a cosmonaut? It's literally just the name. It's just that's what the Soviets called their astronauts. Oh, it's a bit different. Yeah, yeah, obviously. <laughs> they can't be the same as the decadent West. Don't be ridiculous. Perfect time for a reveal, weren't it? <laughs> <laughs> and unfortunately, it was at this point that Andy's phone died. Um, so we had to cut the interview short. Um, he then had some. Uh, uh, Sort of health problems that you had to go and deal with as well um, but he's really up for doing a part two um, and so am I actually I really like the idea of doing that so uh, yeah this is going to be part one of uh, Conspiramongus because it's such a, a huge subject I think it's going to take uh, it's going to take a couple of episodes maybe to get our heads around um, yeah it's uh, there's a few parts of the whole conspiracy sphere that I, I did want to talk about just because it's fascinating to me not necessarily that i believe any of these conspiracy theories that i come across but more that it, it says a lot about human belief and and the way that we're wired to to think and about certain things that if you don't kind of believe that the government are out to get you you you're more likely to believe that you know jesus is real or something like that um as I say, it's it's part of something that uh, I guess we're going to talk about in another episode. Uh, in the meantime, I'm going to get onto the music segment. And the song I'm going to play is by Vinnie Paz. It's End of Days. It's a brand, brand new track to me. Uh, it's probably been out a while, but uh, yeah. Um, actually, Andy played it to me the other day. Uh, basically said that you know this is going to be ideal for the episode. So I was like, yeah, perfect. Yep, that's going in. Uh, mainly because uh, it's opened by our good friend David Icke. David Icke's a weird one, um, sort of most famous for his uh, for his talk about reptilians, um, which again is something that I'll, I'll probably talk about in another podcast. Uh, but uh, yeah, I guess for now I'll hand it over to Vinnie Paz and uh, David Icke, um, and this is End of Days. The greatest form of control is where you think you're free when you're being fundamentally manipulated and dictated to one form of dictatorship is being in a prison cell and you can see the bars and touch it. The other one is sitting in a prison cell but you can't see the bars and you think you're free. What the human race is suffering from is mass hypnosis. We are being hypnotized by people like this. News readers, politicians, teachers, lecturers. We are in a country and in a world that is being run by unbelievably sick people. The chasm between what we're told is going on and what is really going on is absolutely enormous. It's like we all know what's going down but no one's saying shit what happened to the home of the brave. These motherfuckers, they controlling us now and no one's talking about how they made us out of these slaves. And everybody's just walking around heading the clouds and won't awaken to a dead in the grave. But then it's too late, we need to be ready to raise up Welcome to 
long till the end of day Everybody is slaves, only some are aware That the government releasing poison in the air That's the reason I collect so many guns in my lair I ain't never caught slipping, never underprepared Yeah, they shade sign on me, they just break it proudly George Bush the grandson of Alistair Crowley They want you to believe the lie that the enemy's Saudi The enemy ain't Saudi, the enemy around me It's fluoride in the water, but nobody know that It's also a prominent ingredient in Prozac For real? How could any government bestow that? A pie people who believe in political throwback That's not all that I'm here to present you I know about the black pope in Solomon's temple Yeah. About the Vatican assassins and how they will get you And how they clone Barack Hussein Obama in a test tube It's like we all know what's going down But no one's saying shit what happened to the home of the brave These motherfuckers, they controlling us now And no one's talking about how they made us fight and be slaves And everybody's just walking around Head in the clouds who won't awaken to a dead in the grave But then it's too late, we need to be ready to raise up Welcome to the end Whoever the built the pyramids had knowledge of electrical power And you know that that's the information that they suppress and devour Who you sick the motherfuckers that crashed in the tower Who you sick that made it turn into ash in an hour The same ones that invaded Jerome The ones that never told you about the skeletons on the moon Yeah, the ones that poison all the food you consume The ones that never told you about the Mount Vesuvius tombs The bird flu is a lie, the swan flu is a lie Why would that even come as a surprise? Yeah, the polio vaccine made you die It caused cancer and it cost a lot of people their lives Do y'all know about Bohemian Grove? How the world leaders sacrificing children in robes? Lucifer is God in the public school system I suggest you open up your ears and you listen It's like we all know what's going down But no one's saying shit what happened to the home of the brave These motherfuckers, they controlling us now When no one's talking about how they made us fight and be slaves And everybody's just walking around Head in the clouds and won't awaken to a dead in the grave But then it's too late, we need to be ready to raise up Welcome to the end of days The greatest hypnotist on planet Earth Is a oblong box in the corner of the room It is constantly telling us what to believe is real If you can persuade them That what they see with their eyes is what there is to see God. Because they'll laugh in the face of an explanation that portrays the bigger picture of what's happening And they have There we go I thought that one was pertinent. Uh, do you like a bit of hip hop, believe it or not? Um, but yeah, good track. Good choice, I think. Uh, so that's Vinnie Paz, End of Days, for those of you uh, wanting to get a hold of a copy. Um, SoundCloud, Amazon, all the usual outlets. Um, yeah, so that's the end of part one. Uh, I'm going to be recording part two with Andy tomorrow. Uh, hopefully he's feeling a bit better by then. Um, so closing thoughts... I'm going to go with, um, there's nothing wrong with a little bit of paranoia, <laughs> which is, um, as is probably really bad taste to call it paranoia. There's nothing wrong with being, um, curious about things, but uh, there's nothing wrong with asking questions. There's nothing wrong with not taking everything necessarily at face value, but at the same time, don't be so open-minded that your brain falls out. Now, the reason conspiracy theories as a, as, a, as a topic sort of interests me is the pattern of belief. It's, it's, it's the, the mythology that grows up around it. it. It does become almost like its own little religion that if you, uh, you either agree with all of it or none of it or you, 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 you're, you're, you know, whose side are you on and, 
and which was actually leading quite well to part two to be fair um but the fact that because people become as obsessed with it as people become obsessed with aspects of religion you're the both believing in a conspiracy theory and believing in a religion use the same sort of tools that the brain has the same parts of the mind light up in people that are talking about conspiracies as they do in people that are talking about their faith and that's what it all boils down to it's about belief and it's about faith and it's about looking at things um, that aren't necessarily there and trying to work out the picture you know trying to work out the face behind the curtain and what the big you know what the end goal is and such and the trouble with a lot of conspiracies is after a certain point much like religions it just starts sounding a bit nonsense you lose track after a certain point it's very easy to fall down the rabbit hole but not very easy to get back out of it again um so yeah i'd say have an open mind but not so open that your brain falls out question everything but sometimes you know a brick is a brick a spade is a spade and politicians aren't necessarily giant lizard monsters that are going to eat your kids sometimes they are just very horrible people (laughs) uh and with that i'm gonna i'm gonna close the show um sing you a ladder help you out of the chasm but hopefully you'll join us again soon for part two of Conspiramongus.